This is an excerpt taken from Sir Kay, the Boy Knight series, Book 4, The Eldridge Conspiracy. Written by Don M. Wynn. Narrated by Stephen Marsden. I woke in the night and knew without looking that Kay was gone. I rolled over with a groan and poked bow where he slept curled up in a blanket nearby. What? he mumbled. Kay's gone, I whispered, careful not to wake the people sleeping near us in the hall. Bo sat up, his dark hair sticking up in clumps all over his head, and his blue eyes dull with sleep. He didn't look much like the queen's nephew as he scrunched up his face. He went to find his father, didn't he? he asked. I nodded. Why did he leave us behind? We're his best friends. We could help him save Sir Henry. Bo fell backward and pulled his blanket over his face. We don't even know what danger Sir Henry is in. That's what Kay's gone to find out, I said. Alone. He needs our help, Bo. Moments later, wrapped in heavy cloaks, we rode our horses along the muddy road leading to the mountain pass and into the country of Eldridge. Rain pelted us with steady drops. Bo pulled his hood low over his face to keep it dry. I did the same, but my hood kept falling backwards, and the rain soon plastered my stubby, yellowish-brown hair flat to my head. We neared the manor house where just yesterday we had stopped a secret shipment of jewels from leaving the country after learning that the jewels were meant to pay an army to conquer our own country, Knox. Then earlier today, we had freed some prisoners from the same manor house. They had been captured and taught to cut, polish, and carve the gems. One of those prisoners told Kay that Sir Henry and the King of Eldridge were in danger from a powerful enemy. Right away, Kay decided to go to Eldridge and save his father and the king. Kay's father, Sir Henry, was the best knight in Knox and an ambassador to the neighboring country of Eldridge. He had been living at the king's castle in Eldridge for the past two years. Kay wanted to be exactly like him, and even though Kay was only twelve, he had already been knighted by the queen of Knox. Disaster struck when Kay overestimated his strength and tried to take on two bandits at once. Another night in a donkey saved Kay's life. As a joke, the knight called Kay Sir Donkey, and the name stuck. Then the stories began. People loved sharing ridiculous tales of Sir Donkey's stupidity, each person trying to make their story funnier than the last. Those false tales spread faster than birds could fly until everyone thought of Sir Donkey as a joke and the worst night in Knox or anywhere else. But I knew better. Kay was my best friend, and he was a good knight, loyal and true. I yanked my hood forward to shield my face from the rain and shook my head over Kay's unfair nickname. Within seconds, my hood slid off my head and flopped against my back again. I gave up trying to keep dry. 
As Bo and I rode in front of the dark manor house, the gates creaked open. Two men leading horses stepped into the road just in front of us. A short, square man held a torch. Startled, he swung it toward our faces. We recognized each other at the same moment. They were two of the guards we had tricked when we had taken the jewels.